Hey guys, welcome back. The 831 Podcast, episode 27. Um, yesterday's podcast, the 831 Podcast, episode 26 with Russell uh, is now out and live. So this is number 27 out there with Sammy Boosery. Well, I said we'd be getting these done now that I've got more time. Um, and yeah, I've got more time, so I'm putting them out. Not really a lot of uh, stuff to take care of, sponsorship-wise, as always. Um, Trojan Fitness, Trojan Nutrition, continually sponsored by them, will be forever. They've supported me from the beginning of my career. Um, big shout-out to all the gyms that I train at and work at. A3 Academy, Sweatbox, Pedro Bassa, BJJ, um, everyone who helps me out training-wise, etc. And... Yeah, we also the cloud seller for all your vaping needs as well. They're having a hard time now. They've been closed down. So we're waiting to hear, you know, they're in the same boat as all of us now. Um, It's hard when you've got to pay rent and stuff with a shop. So I sympathize with all you guys who own shops and stuff out there. But yeah, we're getting on. We're cracking on. We're uh, we're ending week three now in this isolation. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's the same for everybody. So just keep your heads up. Keep listening to things like this. all the things that you're interested in keep your mind full of them really let's just find find all the positives and everything and hopefully we'll be out of this soon enough and we can move forward um this one episode 27 sammy booster so sammy is a good friend of mine i've cornered him for all of his mma fights i've trained with him trained alongside him coached him etc a great guy lovely guy i love spending time with him i love talking to him we're on the same wavelength when, when it comes to like psychedelics and stuff so yeah he's a really good friend we had a great talk about calisthenics and bodyweight exercising because he is somewhat a specialist in that field so that's really worth listening to and also sammy's uh what what a lot of people might label a conspiracy theorist and i mean i hate that tagline as you probably know i think that it just stems from people who aren't willing to look at further evidence you don't have to believe it but just like this conversation i had with sammy a great conversation and sammy has very different opinions to me or he's done lots of different re- research to me and he's made his mind up on different things that i don't necessarily agree with as you'll hear through the podcast but he puts them across really well and he's passionate about what he believes in um a genuinely lovely guy who wants the best for everybody so it's a pleasure to talk to him about these subjects and hopefully you guys listen even if you don't agree with him it's someone else to listen to a different point of view and you know gives you other other avenues to explore we're in a strange time right now where we can keep plodding on and and bashing our heads with how we've been and how we are and who we are or we can start to look for diversity of our thoughts and stuff and i'm not saying that you should change your mind to fit with myself or with sammy or with anybody else i'm just saying that these are times now where we get a lot of time to sit around and reflect and think research study so these are interesting times that we may never get again in our lifetime so now is a great time to spend the time focusing on developing who you are, who you want to be, what you think, what your thought processes are, etc, etc. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. I really enjoyed uh, doing it. As I said, Sammy's a great guy, so I absolutely loved it, and I'm sure that you will. Um, But yeah, this is episode 27, Sammy Boosery. So 
enjoy leave feedback share as well if you like this share it with everybody you listen to i'm getting some decent listen numbers so share them please guys it'd be great to have more people listening and the more people who listen the more time i will be able to invest in doing this and we'll put some more out hopefully get more uh guests for you but until then stay safe um have fun and i'll catch you on the next one Sammy, thank you very much for joining me, brother. Thank you for having me on, mate. I've always <laughs> wanted to uh, come on for a while, and I thought I'd reach out, and now this is a perfect time, right? Yeah, the perfect time. I mean, it's one of them, like, we could we could do a podcast anywhere, at any time, and have loads to talk about, but then when you get a situation like this, people, people are sort of stuck about what to do, and I'm like, this is the time we connect, we talk, we share, and you know the, the podcasts were made for situations like this. Exactly, exactly. It's a lot more easier for people to communicate as well, you know. And yeah, that, that yeah. was the time. <laughs> yeah, you had a birthday yesterday, so happy birthday! Appreciate that, man. Really That's good. a good one, mate. Hey, just uh, I mean, a summer birthday, you like a late spring summer birthday is lovely, and in this scenario, now doesn't make it good, but at the same time, you're free and everyone's available, so you got to see people you care about, which is what it's all about, eh? Yeah, mate, for sure, for sure. How have you been coping anyway, dude? I've uh, I've been watching your videos with your dad and your show, <laughs> yeah, so I. Situations like this are really good for me in that, you know, a lot of what I do is outdoors and I paraglide and I base jump and I fish a lot and all that sort of stuff. So when this, because I spend a lot of time, I write a lot, I write a lot of comedy. I'm in the yeah. middle of writing a book. I'm writing a little TV thing at the moment as well. So because I do that, I don't ever get enough time to do it because if I've got like four guys fighting, that'll always be my priority. And I find myself going to work coming home, going to teach a class, coming home at 10 o'clock at night, eating some food and not really spending any time writing or what I do write, I'm not really happy with. So now is like a brilliant time for me. I, this would be, this would suit me every day, just being able to just do the stuff that I feel most productive doing. So I can't really complain, you know? That's it, mate. And it, it's also this, where you, where you place your attention is where you place your energy, right? So obviously when you're working all the time, and you're ha having to help like people that have fights coming up and that you're not you're you're thinking about what to do in that situation you know you're not really getting the, the free thoughts that you would get when you you know like for example if you go on holiday or something and you can think a little bit clearer because you're not thinking about work you're not thinking yeah, about yeah. what happened there so these thoughts just naturally come in and you work with it exactly and it's not it's no it's not a, a cliche but being punched in the head is not good for coming up with creative ideas. It's really not. So when I'm, you know, now that we're a few weeks away from anyone, no people have fought a few weeks ago, so we're a few weeks off the back of that. Yeah. There's been no contact for a while. And I'm just, like, I feel, I feel at my best creatively right now. That's not to say that, you know, I'm not a poet laureate or anything, but everyone's creative if they can lock into it. And I feel at my best like right now, these situations, I would like to go paragliding and I would like to go fishing, but you know, I like I, I, the worst comes to the just ain't a bad scenario to be in really. Of course, mate. And all those other aspects of your life you're just gonna be working on them, right? Exactly. Work how's your how's your writing coming along for you, for your comedy? 
It's, I mean, it's good because yeah. I can write loads. Whether I'm happy with stuff, I don't know because I don't like. I did. I had a long process before of writing loads of stuff. Then I went and did some comedy. Then I got a fight booked. Then I wrote loads. Then I went and did some comedy. Then I got a fight book. And it's no good. You need to be testing it and tweaking it because I've got all these bits that I don't really know if I'm going to enjoy doing. So I now I'm sort of chomping at the bit to really be going in and getting some stuff done. But, you know, you, like, I, I mean, I'm, I haven't even found my process yet, I guess. So. How, would, how would you compare it to, to fighting that whole sense of being up on a stage? And having to perform in front of a crowd, you know. Um, so for me, I think there's lots of parallels, lots of similarities. But I think fighting's really helped me in that I get up on stage and I think, well, what's the worst that can happen realistically? Even if someone got offended, got up and punched me in the face, I might have to have a fight. That's the that, that would be terrible. But at the worst worst case scenario, the worst thing that happens, people could boo me off stage. I think that'd be hilarious. I think yeah. that would be hilarious to be to be that bad that people don't want you on the stage anymore. That in itself would be comedy, you know. Oh mate, I'd be character building at the same time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Listen, I'm not I'm not lying. I probably wouldn't sleep that night. I'd be at home in the in bed just tossing and turning. But <laughs> what about you? Um, so people who don't really know uh, who are on the audio, they don't really know loads about you. Um, I would say you are the you're a calisthenics guy. You're like a body weight guy and stuff. So I think maybe if you tell people a bit about what you do, obviously you're an MMA fighter. You've been, you've been doing a bit of MMA and stuff as well. But if you tell people what what you believe that you do or what it is that you want to represent, and then people can get a sort of an idea of, of who they're listening to. Okay, cool. So um, I've been a personal trainer since I think 2011. When I started getting into personal training, but I started doing jujitsu when I was 16, Brazilian jujitsu, and obviously I've been doing it from that age until now. And I've got a brown belt in jujitsu. I spent years training jujitsu under Pedro. Uh, traveled to Brazil multiple times. I think 10 times in total. I went to Brazil and I'd stay out there and train, and yeah, had a really good experience with that. And then throughout the years, I started getting into calisthenics, which is it's like a bodyweight workout. It's sort of similar to, to gymnastics, but without like the, the crazy swings. It's a little bit more, uh, I would say, it's a little bit more, uh, a bit more hard, I would say, than, than just regular gymnastics in the sense of you're not really using momentum for anything. So uh, it's training on like a pull-up bar or a gymnastics rings or parallel bars. Uh, so I've been I've been teaching that since 2014 when I started getting into it, and then the same thing. I would travel around the world. I'd go to Brazil, teach some workshops, and then went to Denmark to teach some workshops. And now I live in Denmark. I moved to Copenhagen uh, just under a year ago, and I'm the calisthenics coach at two CrossFit gyms there, and just helping out some other gyms at the same time. So. It's just what, what, what I specialize in is body weight movement, but obviously I've, I've been training jiu-jitsu for a long time, boxed as well, had a few MMA fights, so it's loads of different styles combined together, but just using mm -hmm. your body weight pretty much. Yeah, so you, uh, 
the the body weight thing like got popular i think few like probably 10 15 years ago with people doing like bar stuff like people in new york parks and stuff and the groups of black guys they call it prison workout or bar workout that's what made it popular right that's exactly it so the first person i saw was i think it, it was hannibal some big black guy from new york just ripped and he was doing crazy crazy maneuvers on the bar and it was like whoa fucking hell like What's this workout? But it's old calisthenics. It's like, I think people used to do it in the 80s and that. Yeah. I, I ask older people and they're like, yeah, yeah, we used to do that type of stuff like back in the 80s. But obviously in America, it's it's been quite, quite big because it's obviously in the prison scene because in the prison scene, you don't really have gyms, do they? They have like a pull-up bar and like a dip bar. and you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's where like that kind of style came from. And then obviously... People mixed it with gymnastics and parkour got involved and it just became different styles within the same thing, you know. But yeah, I how I started watching it was with the from the brothers in New York, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's uh it's amazing. Like I because like I mean I'm you you've obviously trained with me, you know I'm quite strong and you know, like for my body size and I can lift weights. But muscle ups, I can't do a muscle up on a bar. I'm like, it's so technical. People don't realize it. People think, oh, the strength. But yeah, okay, you've got to be strong. But the technique and just isolating certain certain parts to make the movement work and then make it make it work effectively is incredible. How technical some of those movements are. Oh, it's super technical because when you see someone that makes it look easy, you go, oh, I can do it, and then you go to go to the pull-up bar or you go to the rings or whatever and then you're like oh shit i can't and you like start to reevaluate life a little bit you're like oh, okay shit i wasn't as strong as i thought i was <laughs> and it really it really tests your strength it really tests your strength and for example like a move like a muscle up which is essentially a pull-up combined with a dip you're using so many compound muscles it's just compound exercise you're using everything like muscles from your traps to your hip flexors to your toes because what people don't understand is like especially with calisthenics if you're doing a movement say like a pull-up or a dip a lot of the time people just isolate the top half of their body and they let the bottom half of their body just be completely loose and limb and that's not what you want to do you want to be able to build up strength through like your core muscles and your hip flexors going all the way down to your legs so it becomes an isometric exercise as well as pushing or pulling so that when you have to do certain movements you already have that uh that foundation and that strength of doing it with correct technique so it becomes a lot more easier to learn yeah because i guess like people uh i see it a lot the way people move is amazing how how people struggle to make their body move as a cohesive unit like it's it's one body you're completely attached from the tip of your toes to your head but watch someone trying to do a chin up and they might as well be in like, can you remember those snakes you used to get as a kid and their body was all cut up into like loads of different bits and you try and get it. To, that's what people's bodies look like when they're trying to do a chin up. They're all going different ways. And it's crazy that people struggle to make their body just stay as a cohesive unit. Just fuck because they're not doing like their nervous, their nervous system isn't probably the best. That's what it is. So like a lot of the time when you're seeing people like struggling and they're just, you know they're holding a position for example they're doing a bit of isometrics where they're holding a position yeah and just having their like 
muscle under tension. You can just see them shaking like that. But that's actually the, the skill within the strength is yeah. being able to, to hold yourself while you're doing that. Because the next time that you do it, you already sent a message to your brain that you can hold it for X amount of seconds. And that's the real strength. It's not being able just to go one rep, two reps easy. Yeah. When you that one and you're like, oh shit. You can just feel it throughout your whole body. It's almost like the, the vibration, the vibrational wave goes up, you know? It's yeah. harder. It's a lot harder, but it's good. Yeah, it's the, it sucks me. So, what you do? You do? Do you do any lifting now? Any like uh, weighted lifting at all? Like any Olympic lift or anything? Or you just do your pure bodyweight stuff? No, I do like I do squats and that for my legs, and I I'll do weights for my legs. Uh, I do because not my normal routine would be wake up in the morning about half six, and then I meet the owner of the the fight gym here in Copenhagen. Uh, his name's Frank. He's a really good guy, really, really good at jiu-jitsu, really smart guy, and uh, awesome training partner. So I, I train with him in the mornings, and we go to the gym, and we'll do one day, it'll be calisthenics, and then the other day he'll take it, and it'll be kind of more like weighted, but we're doing light, light weights, but like high repetitions, like five sets of 15, everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just to build up the muscle endurance so I can take that with me to when I do my calisthenics. But I do legs mostly with the weights. But apart from that, I, I just like to do the calisthenics, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've been a big proponent of Olympic lifting. A lot of my stuff's been Olympic lifting. I've been Olympic lifting for years, had Olympic lifting coach. And I co-wrote that book on sandbag training. And I like, I like the compound movements of Olympic lifting. And I like the... I like that they have uh, a positive effect on my body because I'm sensible. I'm not putting. I'm so like I'm not a massive proponent of CrossFit because I don't think you should load in the body for repetitions for speed. Like that's not. It, does, it goes against everything that I think the body needs to to do to perform. But I mean, you, you know, I'm not going to win the the CrossFit Games. And you look at some of these guys; they're athletes. But that's not. I don't, that's not for me, that's not, that doesn't uh, shout long-term, um, long-term body goals, or I would imagine it's going to, there's such a lot of injuries coming off the back of CrossFit and that sort of training soon enough, I would imagine. Yeah, you might as well be living in purgatory, do you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> <laughs> start doing that type of stuff. Dude, I work, like, I work at uh, two CrossFit gyms and, and, you know, I obviously help out with the gymnastic side of, of things. Uh, CrossFit gym here in Copenhagen called Kraftwerk and, and Pools 180 as well. That's the two gyms I work at. And, uh, man, I, I see those guys lifting heavy weights all the time, man. Like, so heavy, just reps after reps. And I'm yeah. thinking, man, this, the, your body can't, can't take that. Because, obviously, you want to train for, like, longevity, which is, you know, the end result. You want to be in your 70s being able to go okay i can still do a pull-up i can still yeah exactly you know? that's what you want like you can still be able to you know do a fucking triangle choke if you needed to do you see what i'm yeah. saying like, yeah be able to move and i feel that with obviously with like body weight training it doesn't put so much of a wreck on your nervous system living he heavy all the time like i don't think that's good i don't think that's good for you to be every workout just absolutely fucked because yeah. that, that is, you know, so it's kind of like, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. Balance, you know? yeah, there has to be balance. And I mean, I'm like, 
I'll always lift some weights. It's like I love kettlebell stuff, and I, I've got a thing about loving cleans and snatch. I love cleans, I love snatch, and I'll always do them. But say I go to my 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 heaviest on snatch, and I'll do like one rep and then leave it for ten minutes, and I'll maybe do one more rep. Like it's not I'm doing something because I enjoy it and I want to get something out of it. If it's not my end goal is to snatch competitively, I'm not going to push myself to do snatch and invoke injury you know it's just not gonna train sensible just end up snapping some shit you know what i yeah. mean just, 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 will go. but that's the thing they're doing heavy reps for, for time and they're fucking animals they're monsters it's a different type of training but i know for a fact as as well as you that there's no longevity in that training because once the knee goes acl done you know what I mean? Yeah. Once fucking like shoulder goes funny, that's it done. You ain't doing yeah. you ain't doing those kinds of lifts. Like you'd fucking like you know clean and jerk with some stupid weight, like fat, like fucking nuts. It's impressive, right? But at the same time, so much shit could go wrong with that. <laughs> Definitely. I tell you what, then, mate. When if they start testing that, that's more. That's that's when we'll see. If they test that sport, that's when we'll see a change. Dude, everyone's on shit on that. Like, I'm fairly strong, man, and, and yourself as well. And I see some of the stuff and I go, man, like, that's not, there's no way that you could do that without some sort of yeah, help. Enhancements, yeah, enhancements, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking massive, man. You look at the girls as well, and the girls, they're like, oh. fucking six packs of, like, concrete, dude. Just concrete. <laughs> I know. I know. It's yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if you were to say to me ten years ago, or maybe a little bit when I was like a teenage boy. If you said to me when I was a teenage boy, draw me like a a hot chick, someone you fancy, it would be like Pamela Anderson or something. And but I see these girls now, but I'm attracted to them now. I'm like, wow, I'm like they're like muscular than me. Whoa, what's turned the corner? When have I started? To, when has this become attractive? Fuck, man, it's nuts. Yeah, there's some girls in some good shape. There's some guys in some good shape. I'm not. There's some guys in some good shape. <laughs> so, what else did you do growing up, mate? Did you um, were you did you were you sporting at all? Did you compete at anything as you were growing up? Yeah, man, I was really into sports. So I played football when I was younger a lot, and I was in a good football team. And then I started playing cricket, and then I got into the cricket team, which was really good. Um, and then I was like, fuck, that is boring as hell. <laughs> like, I'm not waiting to catch a ball, you know? I, I was mean? literally, I was sat here thinking, fuck, now I've got to try and make cricket exciting. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to make cricket exciting? It was terrible, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. But um, then after that, I started skateboarding. So yeah. I've been skateboarding since I was 12 years old. I haven't ridden a skateboard for the past year, but from the age of 12 until I would say 23, I, man, I'd skateboard all the fucking time. Like I'm talking every single day. Yeah. I'd get down College Green, cause I lived five minutes from College Green at the time. Yeah. So I, so I grew up skateboarding down College Green at the age of like 12 and around, you know, the older crowds and that. So yeah, skateboarded for a long time and then obviously got into jujitsu at the same time a bit later on and then the calisthenics 
Yeah, skateboarding, man. That's I, I was like one of those kids who always had a skateboard and was going out my back garden trying to ollie, but not ever like never. I mean, I was playing footwork quite highly. I played for free football teams and I had loads of other things I wanted to do, but I always thought skateboarding looked really cool, but not enough to to go and do it. Do you know what I mean? And uh, but yeah, I always liked like the lifestyle and the thought of being able to skateboard really well and like graffiti came with skateboarding and a lot of the graffiti in that you know that whole street thing so obviously the whole hip-hop thing is graffiti like skateboarding like rap you know what yeah. what comes with that like that whole kind of hip-hop essence but um yeah i love skateboarding man i was really like i got to a point where i was pretty good you know we made like videos and stuff and oh yeah right and like the people that i was around a lot of them they were like sponsored or my ex-housemate he's sponsored by adidas you know wow so i was always around good people that, that could skateboard too and yeah it's, it's good you learn a lot from skateboarding because skateboarding reminds me of calisthenics in the sense of it's like skill based so if i'm going to go do a skill maneuver and i want to like com combine it in like with six or seven different exercises like a freestyle yeah. That's me going, okay, I'm going to film this line skateboarding. So I do a trick and I do a grind and I do another trick and then I go down a set of stairs, but all in once. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you can, it's, there's a similarity with it. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Is, uh, like I always thought every time I was on a skateboard, I always thought, oh man, I'm going to get injured here. I'm going to get, there's no, t I'm definitely going to get injured here. I'm like, I was, I was always accident prone because I was playing football at a high level. I couldn't afford to get injured. But I always thought like, yeah, I'm gonna, this is going to injure me. I'm going to break an ankle or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately along the way, those things happen. Like I, I broke my ankle three times, like didn't get anything super, super bad apart from that. But you just like, I don't know. It's more so you get to a certain point, like now, for example, because I work with my hands and if I if I go out skateboarding and I fucking fall over, concrete is an unforgiving surface. It doesn't care <laughs> yeah. white, black, purple, it's unforgiving. You fall over on that concrete, you're gonna bust your ass, you know? <laughs> you rolling around on the concrete in the winter. In the summertime it's alright, you know, like oh I'd go out skateboarding and just skate a little ledge or do some flat ground stuff, nothing too crazy. And it's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to be dropping in and doing stuff on ramps because that's where you know you you got more fucking chance of hurting yourself when you're trying to go down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've like skateboarding's past for me now. Definitely, it's not like I don't think I don't think I'm at the age where you learn to skateboard now. If, if I already knew how to skateboard, that's cool. But I'm not at the age where you're learning to skateboard right now. That's that, I think my days of skateboarding are done. Yeah, I'll stick to talking to people on Skype and stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so now you're, and then now you're out in Denmark, you know. Like, I've been to Denmark, been to Copenhagen. It's an awesome place. I can't believe I like, uh, like it feels really like liberal. It feels really like, uh, like it just feels like there's opportunity. And when I say opportunity, that doesn't necessarily mean. To, to go on and do something amazing, but just opportunity to just do nothing if you want. It just feels like, a, Denmark just feels like when I've been there, there seems to be opportunity there, you know? For sure, man. It's a, it's like a super nice place. Like the people are 
Uh, educated, not in the sense of educated as it, as in like they went to school and that, but just like their their manners, their morals. They seem quite friendly and you know, they're quite welcoming as well. And you see how society runs here. It's like you know the the it's self efficient in the sense of the cleans uh, the streets are super clean because yeah. every time you pick up a can or like a, a plastic bottle, you can take it to the supermarket and get money. So if you were to buy like uh, I don't know if you went to buy a few bottles of water. After you drank the water, you could take it back to the supermarket. You get money. So any any people that are kind of like poor or maybe on the streets, they can just clean the streets, get their money, and it works like that. You see? Yeah, exactly. You know, like they used to have it in England, I think, back in the seventies, but they got rid of it, I think, because yeah. obviously they don't want people making their money over there about getting it taxed, right? Yeah, and also, how can you? You can't charge me tax if yeah. someone else is cleaning the streets for you. And they're getting their money yet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very. I think Scandinavian countries, Denmark, all places like that. Sweden, when I've been Sweden, they seem to be really forward. Like they're forward in their approach for like, um, uh, like co cohabiting and like in community groups and schooling. They seem to be like a lot more forward thinking than what we are in America seem to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It seems like the the way of the the way of life here is a little bit more calmer. Yeah, like England is a lot of like work. You know, it's a bit more like work, and here it's like okay, you know, a little bit more laid back the life and and what comes with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're all I, we're all probably we're all living under the guise of a democracy. We're all living under the guise of freedom. But uh, I think you guys out there in Denmark, I think it's a, I think it's a lot closer to what you would want from a from a democracy and a freedom out there than it is out here, definitely. But people get blind. But people out here are just happy to earn their money, to have enough money on a Friday to go to the pub and stuff. You know, that's the. Where's their money going? They're they're paying taxes. Where's their money going? Yeah, exactly. Like what? Like, uh, but why? Is, why is people not people aren't people aren't questioning people aren't asking the questions like because people are happy to go to work get their money go to the pub on a friday and i mean obviously we're being super general here i mean we're being super oh, yeah. general. <laughs> i mean we're picking on certain people i get i get this isn't everyone but you know we can't you, if we moan about everybody we're gonna be here all day you know yeah, that, that's how it is it's like well, you're, you're, you're not designed to sit in a car for two hours in the morning where there's traffic on the way to work. Your human body isn't designed to fucking sit in a car for two hours, go yeah. into work, go into some job that, you know, you have to work. For, for some people, they have to do it. They're not happy at those jobs. And then it's like nine to five where, you know, where was that decided that you need to fucking spend that much of your time working probably around people you don't want to be around. And then, fuck, man, like, let's just give you some alcohol as well, you know, just, like, start drinking and just... People just operate at a lower vibrational frequency. That's what is kind of going on, you know, and people are just, okay, cool, if it doesn't... I don't care what's going on as long as I can, like, have my pint or I can just do this, then I'm fine. They're not really looking at the bigger picture, man. And it's no. almost like... 
you know, how long has this shit been going on for? You know, fucking hell. Like, as a, as a society, we've been getting fucked for years. Like, I think it's time for us to do the fucking now. Like, you know, think about England, dude. That whole bullshit with Brexit. Four years of fucking bullshit where people voted to leave, right? Fair enough, they voted to leave. Leave. But the government was like, nah, you ain't leaving. Like, there you go. We're, we're going to fucking drag this out. And as soon as it's fucking done, past four years later, what do they give you? This fucking whole Verona shit, dude. <laughs> nowhere dude the english people just been getting fucked you know plenty of time before that but think about the last what like four or five years especially man there hasn't yeah. been too much progress mate no there's not i mean there's not there's not a lot of progress and i think as well like people are so disenfranchised like you're not people people they're so divided like i see people who you know, they might be conservative voters and they're talking and I'm listening to them. I'm like, you're, you're not a conservative voter. And they're like, yeah, I am. I'm conservative from, from like, you're not like, are you listening to what you're saying? Are you listening to what you're saying? Or what policies are you, are you, you're agreeing with on this local? I vote I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not having an argument here. This ain't an argument. You've decided you're a conservative voter. I don't want to, like, I mean, let's not argue, you decide you're a conservative voter. But from what you're telling me you want from your life, your aspirations, your goals, the amount of money you earn, you're not a conservative voter. Well, why are you voting conservative? I've always voted conservative. And I'm like, man, you're you're lost. You're lost in the fact that this this will never change. You believe it will never change. So you keep doing the same thing whilst asking for change. And I'm like, what you've got eventually, at some point, someone's got to make the change you know and that that someone has to be everyone i mean i i i'm a bit um maybe people call me hypocritical because sometimes i like i don't vote i'm not i'm not one who votes for the simple reason i don't vote is because i think i'm like who i'm whoever i vote for is going to be a portion portion representation of what is that i want and i'm like how do i who, who's the person who's actually representing at least a majority of the things that i want because what you've given me is not is not even a majority nobody represents a majority enough for me to say okay you can get a tick in my box that the system's flawed the system needs to change Mate, these people can't spell conservative let alone fucking <laughs> and yeah this is probably what they dickhead mates say don't it like yeah yeah just fucking vote conservative yeah i'm gonna you know they, they do this or whatever Mate, the conservative party don't give a fuck conservative when, they, when you had that witch theresa may in the conservative party she she said that okay, uh, paedophiles should be allowed to adopt, allowed yeah. to adopt paedophiles. Yeah, this, this is the type of people that that are you know that are fucking running that shit. And and here's the thing: why would you vote? Like, why would you vote? Because anyone, right? Everyone, for example, Tony Blair, right? Everyone that voted Labour and got Tony Blair in, right? Then Tony Blair went to war with Iraq, right? And killed fucking hundreds of thousands of innocent people. Yeah. Those people that voted, are, they're an accessory to murder. They got the fucking blood on their hands. I don't want no blood on my hands, Wes. And I know you don't either. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. What I'm saying? Like, you can't. Because if you vote for someone and that person goes to war with another country and kills innocent people, you had your part to play in that. No, but, but also, if you're if you're willing, if you're willing to say, 
Okay, yeah, no, actually, I support you guys' war because actually it makes my life a bit easier. I'll have more money if you like. You're a you're a warmonger. There's no like. There's no. To, I don't want our country to be at war. Any country to be at war ever. But then that's. I'm an idealist. I'm like a, people call me a hippie, but that's like people say like I'm a hippie, like it's an insult. Like I'll, I'll happily take that. Yeah, I want. I happily want everyone to love each other and everyone to get on. That is exactly what I what I'm looking for from the from the world. But you, if you are willing to stand by, and you say, "Oh, it's terrible that war over there and this bomb and that," if you're willing to stand by and say all those things, but it makes your life easier and you benefit from it you've got to understand you're a party to that you're supporting that party you voting for them you become a party to that process and it's all very easy to forget because we're like yeah but that's listen that's global politics i'm just talking about local politics i'm talking about uk politics it's the same shit. fucking thing man the same it's exactly the same thing man exactly the same yeah, it's the same thing. Just people, like, I did, people used to say to me, like, what, because I get labelled a conspiracy theorist all the time, which people who do that are stupid because for me, I say to them, it's okay, name me, name me the, the, the theory that I, uh, that I listen to. Name me the theory this, that I'm sold on. But on 9-11, I'm like, that's not a theory. 9-11's a date. Like, yeah, but what happened at 9-11? I'm like, you haven't given me a theory. What's the theory? You're calling me a conspiracy theorist. There has to be a theory. You've you've decided the theory that I've. What theory do I um do I consign to? And they're like, oh well, you think it was an inside job? And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't think it was an inside job. And they're like, oh yeah, you do. You think it was? A, no, I don't think it was an inside job. I'm like, listen, I'm a man of science and evidence. Do I trust the government? When I say the government, let's call global government. Not in the slightest, not one little bit. But do I say, do I think, right, the US government blew up the World Trade Centers, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, there's evidence to suggest that they plotted it before and they never went ahead with it. There's lots of evidence it doesn't look good for them. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of evidence to say in the past, but for me, I'm saying there's no evidence. What it, what I think is the likeliest thing to have happened at this point, from all the evidence we've collated, for me, I'm going to say probably the easiest thing to prove would be they knew there was going to be a terrorist attack, and they turned a blind eye and they went and flew all the defence, um, all the defence and weapons. They flew it to the other side of the country. They ignored it. They allowed it to happen because it gave them an alibi. That's probably the most logical of all the theories that are out there. But I don't know if that one's even true. I don't know if any of them are true, but I certainly think that one is more plausible than the actual theory that was released. Yeah, of course. It's like, I haven't looked too much into 9-11, but I, you know, you understand, like, who was president at the time. and is banging your head against a brick wall because you like there's no, even if you could prove you can't ever do anything there's nothing so that's a one of them where you're banging you can't change even if you change people's opinion on it you yeah. can't change the outcome for the future so let's say you you find something else where you, you find how people align politically and stuff you can start to change the future slowly you can't with a past event like 9 11 but to be labelled a conspiracy theorist because you don't follow or because you question the actual, because you question the, the, the actual official release, to be questioned, to be labelled a conspiracy theorist 
I think that's that's mad. If we're teaching people you shouldn't question stuff, we we're fucked already. Right. Yeah, that's what they want, mate. They want people to like I said earlier. They want people to operate at a low vibrational frequency, just low. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that, that that's what they want, man. And it's like you said, I with nine eleven, I don't know what happened. Like I'm sure at a later date there will probably be like some sort of inquest or I think there was an inquest but something will get released and yeah. years and years later you find out but yeah I, I don't fucking people watch the news like people watch the mainstream news like BBC news and stuff like that and go yeah this is like a credible credible news source and that and it's like when has the news ever done anything good for your life like never that news that you're watching is all fucking bullshit it's all yeah. bullshit 100% bullshit like they didn't put anything in there which is going to fucking benefit your life. But why would they do that? Maybe at the end, like, maybe a fucking, they, like, I don't know, something to do with a dog or something. They rescued a dog. Like, <laughs> comic relief at the end. Like, just fucking put shit into your brain for the past, like, 25 minutes. Just a complete bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't watch the news, mate. It's all fucking, it's all shit. Yeah, I, I can't oh, tell you the last time I watched the news. I watch, like, I watch these daily coronavirus updates. And, uh, like, they they infuriate me, even as much as it, like, with this with this virus at the moment, I, uh, they infuriate me, those things. What what's that? What's your take on this virus? What, what do you think is, go- what do you think is going on, mate? So this is, this is how, this is what, what I would say. I think every single person should assume that the virus is real and it's as bad as they say it is. Just in case it is, and we should look after people, we should look after the NHS, we should uh, we should assume that it is that bad, because if we're wrong, the consequences are really bad, so we should assume it's that bad, okay? But what we shouldn't be doing is, we should not be asking for governments to take away our freedoms to keep us safe. Like, I'm like... Are you, the amount of people who are screaming like, look, put us on lockdown, Boris, lock us away, Boris, we can't be trusted. I'm like, are you fucking insane? Like, you don't, no matter what happens out there, no matter what happens, you are better off forming vigilante groups and rounding people up in vans than you are asking the government to put the army on the street and keep us locked up. Like, that, there should never be a point in human history when we're asking, I mean, these people forgot world war ii wasn't long ago and that's exactly what the nazis were doing to people like that's that i, I know this is very different like with the virus, but, but you're asking a government to lock you away but be trusted with all your freedoms and independent and, and and independence i mean there's a very dangerous precedence to set i think we, we we have to society has to be a little bit more grown up you have to be a little bit more sensible even if you don't believe it even if you think it's all bullshit that's cool. I can get on board with that. I'm happy with that. But let's just assume it's not. And then that way, they've got no reason to enforce these lockdowns and put uh, uh, martial law and put armies and militia on the street. We can d- deal with it all ourselves. Then at the end of this five, six weeks, however long it is, we can try and say, we did everything. We did everything you wanted and nothing happened. Or we can try and say, okay, it was really bad, but we got through it because we listened. We were a, a sensible society, you know? Ah, oh, man. It's like, the, the situation here is they closed everything a month ago, and then the Prime Minister went on the TV and she said from the 15th of April, they're going to start to open it really slowly. So uh, kids from the age of one to five go back to school. 
But that's it. And then from the 15th of May, they got to evaluate it again. So they're going to open it really slowly here. I know that it's going to be like a couple months process but what i'm seeing but here we're allowed to go out like it's fine you're just not allowed more than 10 people together that's it but yeah. everyone's done that and it seems like oh okay like they've listened type of thing i don't know if that would be the case in england man in the sense of i was speaking to my friend from london and he goes oh mate people are having like parties in the park yeah. man. like she's fucking <laughs> barbecues just grilling you know what i mean just not giving a fuck like and they're just yeah. living shit and it's like you know I don't know, man, but at the same time, to give away your freedom, that's what you're essentially doing. If there's martial law where you can't even go out of your house, like, that's what they do in South Africa and that. My mate's living in South Africa, and he's like, yeah, they, they, we're on lockdown. We can only go out, like, to literally get something to eat, like, on the fucking street. That's it. Yeah. That's Philippi- it. Is it the Philippines where they're shooting people? Like, shooting people if they're at their house. So what, that's, and that's what people on Facebook... Or social media, let's say. That's what people are asking for in the countries of fuck them, shoot them. They shouldn't be ignoring the rules. I'm like, are you insane? Like, what What are you asking for? Do you think there's a way back from that? There's no way back. Once you give those powers away, there's no way back from that. Dude, this is the thing. It's like, I, I feel that they're just like fucking... Because it, the, the, the end is near for these people. I'll go in on that later on. But they're just like trying to fucking just push it as far as they can, you know, just that extra little bit, extra little bit, and then they know, okay, if we can get people in their houses, like, what's what's it after that? Like, you can't, you, you're not going to be able to send certain messages from your phone and that, because you, they don't want people speaking about, like, fake things which are going on, they want to censor that, WhatsApp and sh- you know, it's like, what, what, it's, it's only going to evolve, isn't it? I mean, I can't, like, the censorship side of things blows my mind. This thing now when they're starting to to punish people who criticise or say that uh, the virus isn't real and all this. I'm like, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up a minute. Like, I, I, I think spreading disinformation about the virus could potentially be bad if the virus is what they say it is. It could be bad. And I think everybody should assume that this virus is as bad as they say it is. Um, but if I want to spread this information, anyone who's stupid enough to listen to me should be stupid enough. And they should pay the consequences of being stupid enough. You, I don't need you to step in and tell me that you that I'm now arrested because I want to tell people my opinion. Like what how have we lived in how do we now live in this dystopia where nobody can have their own opinion? Operating at that low vibrational frequency. That's all that they want. You know, they're just gonna take Take, 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 take to the point where the point of no returns. Like, like I said, as a society, we've been getting fucked for years, and now it's at that point where people are going, wait a second, like, why can't I leave my house? Like, why can't I leave my house because of of this virus? This virus that's going on, and it's like, how many people have died from this virus? So say, you know. And then it's like, how many of those people had fucking previous problems before? And just contracted this, you know, but they were in for something completely different. Oh, okay. How many people are above the age of 70? And then you start to see the statistics and you go, wait a second. Like, what the fuck, man? What's, go- what's really going on with this shit? Like, what is this? What is this thing? What do you think it is? Fuck, man. I've got, well, I think it's real, 100%. I, I remember back in December, I was sick as a dog for like, Two yeah, weeks. Yeah. I was so sick. So yeah. sick. 
I, I still went to training and that, like trying to do calisthenics, but it was, I remember it was two weeks of, of I suffered, man, like fucking cold, like symptoms, coughing, all of that. I probably had it then, you know, I yeah. believe it's real. Like this virus is 100% real. It's 100% real. Is it as bad as what they say it is? Hell no. Hell yeah. no. I think it's as bad as they say it is. And the reason why is because, okay, I'm going to ask you a question, and you know, this, this might trigger some people, but we'll, we'll, we'll go there. This is what it's <laughs> Hey, you trigger you on. The pe- pe- listen, people can turn off and stop listening. It's not. I, I might not even agree with you. So, like, people ain't got to agree with you. This is the problem. People can't listen to other people's opinion without wanting to turn them off or not. Like, just listen to people. If, they, if you think you're batshit crazy, that's up to you. Sure, man. So, do you, out of all the places to to get this virus from, that some fucking some random place in in China, out of all the places in the world, out of all the countries that just come out of some somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? In the yeah. world, put like some city in in wherever, right? So, let's say in some some Chinese dude or whatever, fucking ate a bat. And you got sick from eating a bat, and this is Which, where this. Well, so this is the thing. Further and further, they still haven't managed to prove that. They've only said that's only a theory. They've still not been able to prove it. So this uh, for me is uh, the biggest. That's the uh, that for me is a biggest red flag. And now they're saying some scientists are saying, listen, there is a chance it was man-made. There is a chance that it came from bats, and they were experimenting with the virus on other animals, and then that got into the food chain. Which okay, I can I can get on board with, but let's be honest. Then stop telling people it's bats. Bats. Let's stop hating on Chinese people. Let's yeah. not make this a, a nationality yeah. or a race thing. Let's go back to where we're saying this is. This could be human error. So let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's human error. I think this is like this really? is, I think this has been this is pre-planned. Of course, it's it's man-made. This virus. Is one hundred percent man-made. Uh, no Chinese guy was eating a bat and got sick from this. The same way AIDS wasn't fucking designed by some guy fucking a monkey. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This is all made. These things are made. Like they're made. And I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. This was. Okay. So do you know much about Bill Gates and the Bill Gates Foundation? Not much. I've seen his name pop up and I've read a few things that um, I've read a few things that align him with like a vaccine or something that I've read a few bits about. Oh, Bill Gates is the devil. Bill Gates, Bill Gates came back as a fucking devil, man. That guy is fucked. So basically, you got to remember, Bill Gates isn't uh, a doctor. He's not a epidemiologist. He doesn't work with medicine. Why would you fucking let someone that doesn't work with medicine and hasn't a clue about doctoring or anything like that give you a vaccine? Does that not already seem like a bit a bit shady to you? Like this guy's not a medical professional and he wants to give you a vaccine? Mm, okay, all right, cool. But Mr. Gates and his wife Melinda, back in 2019, they did it. This experiment. It was called a uh, Agenda Twenty One. You can look this up afterwards. Agenda Twenty One, and it was, it was an experiment they did on like a uh, on like a document, loads of paper, and that. And it would be the uh, the effects of a global pandemic, like an outbreak. Yeah. And how they had it was uh, a pandemic would occur in the states, 
it would go to Europe and then it would go to China and X would happen, X would happen, X would happen. And then if people didn't get like a vaccine, it would equal like 65 million people dead. That's a, it's called Agenda 21. That's something yeah. that you can read up. And then also the ID 2020 club. Do you know yeah. what ID 2020 club is? Man, ID 2020 club, Microsoft teaming up with Big Pharma and the World Health Organization, which is owned by fucking the Rothschild family, to give the digital ID cards. That's what they're after, digital ID cards. Right. What comes with digital ID cards? You're getting tagged, right? They're trying to push the vaccinations as well. They want to be able to tag you. And with this whole vaccine that they're trying to push, Don Donald Trump's guys already come up with the cure. It's a malaria tablet. It's called hydroxychloroquine. It's had 90% success rate on corona victims. Yeah, yeah. Get a vaccine. You do not need to get a vaccine, especially from fucking... Okay, one thing I forgot to mention, Bill Gates... He owns 15% of the patents to coronavirus. So he owns 15% of the coronavirus. And the other percentage... Of, of, co of COVID-19. Yeah. Of COVID-19. Yeah. COVID he owns 15% of the patent. And the rest of the percentage is owned by George Soros and the World Health Organization, which is owned by the Rothschild family. So every time a vaccine is made or is getting made, they get money from it. So this is why Trump's come out with this thing and gone, you don't need to get a fucking vaccine. Just take this malaria tablet. He's cutting these fuckers off, mate. These All these shady people like that who are going to get the fucking death penalty, they're going to fucking hang in Guantanamo Bay and I'm going to be watching from a fucking live stream eating a bag of popcorn. Hillary, <laughs> Obama, all of these sick individuals We'll go back to England and talk about what's going on with the royal family too. There's a there's there's some crazy shit going on. But back to the virus, that was definitely man-made, one hundred percent. I mean, it's what like so. I can like I can listen to the I can listen to the stuff you said there, and I do listen to, and I find it interesting. I find like I find it interesting that these people have got these links, and if it's like. Part of me, like, I want to always say, like, why? Why are they linked? And people are like, oh, well, that's nothing. That's No, let's not, not dismiss it. Why are they linked? Like, why? So, like, why is Bill Gates linked to these uh, anti-vaccines and stuff like that? Like, um, a Microsoft engineer. Like, so, part, like, all these things just trigger questions in my head. I don't get lost in them, and I don't, I don't think that, I don't straight away think that it's because of this or because of that, or I don't think that they're trying to, there's a global elite, that's not the way that my mind works, but immediately, questions, questions come. Now, with this virus, uh, per se, so, uh, when there's, when something like this happens with a virus like this, in my opinion, if this happens, and it's legitimate and upfront, there should be questions asked, and the answer should be really open, transparent. It should be quite easy to answer the questions and stuff. So it comes out. Oh yeah, it was done. It was a a bat ate in the Wuhan wet market. Um, and it's like, well, hang on a minute. Has that been confirmed? No. So why is every news news station in the world saying that's where it is? Now we're like seven, eight weeks down the line, and they still can't link the two. So right, let's let's now. Now that we know that it hasn't been linked in this amount of time, let's put that on the news and tell people we didn't know. Oh, you can't. You'll cause mass hysteria. Um, so it's like, oh, right, well, 
okay, I get it. Like people aren't sensible enough, they won't calm down. But at the same time, if you tell people, listen, there's this virus, we don't know how it started. It might have been man-made when we were doing experiments. We don't know, but you still have to stay in because the, the consequences are still the same. We just, we're trying to figure out how to contain it now. At least then there's honesty, but you can't have honesty because the people can't be trusted. Well, that for me there, you're, immediately you undermine everything that, that I think the world should stand for. Definitely. Um, so that's one of my big issues. One of the other issues for me was the severity of measures that were being put in place did not correlate with the evidence coming back from deaths, etc., from the from the virus. No, so dude. I was like, well, hang on, I get okay, so social distancing should have been practiced earlier on in the UK, definitely. I get that. Isolation maybe, but yeah. This lockdown, like all this locking down and building 4,000 beds in, in London that haven't even been used yet, plus then they start building 1,000 in Bristol, 1,000 in Wales. A thousand, like, hang on a minute. We haven't even, we're not even hit capacity of what we've got. We've got 4,000 more, plus we're building like five six four five six thousand more. Are we, do you know some shit that we don't know? In which case, tell us tell us like that you should be honest with us or is it a control factor which either of the two things suggest you aren't telling us the shit we need to know then the uk government go and do that underhand shit where they pass those laws in um in parliament the other week where they can now detain people and test them against their will cremate them against their will cremate them against their wishes I'm like, hang on, if this is as open and shut as you say it is, just be transparent. Just that's that's my thing. I'm not saying that it is. Like it could all be easily explained. Then explain it. That's all I'm asking for. Explain it. Ah, dude, you got it. You got it spot on there, mate. That's spot on. Yeah, man, it's it's just blatant. People the more that this goes on, the more blatant it's gonna get. And it's like you know, so, soon enough, that what they're telling you isn't really what what's going on. And when people find out what's going on, for some people, it's going to be a, a really hard fucking pill for them to swallow, man. They're going to have to swallow a red pill, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be life changing, mate. It's going to be life changing for them. But this is, to me, like from what I've researched into the last few years, and and looking at, at what's going on, like man. There's like to to make it in to put it into basic like real super like simple sense. There's a military coup going on. That's what's going on. That's what's going on in Washington D.C. at the moment. There's a military coup, and with that, got the good side of the uh, military industrial complex against the bad side of it, right? And once once you have the military on your side, then it's over. It's, it's over. It's over for these for these people. There's there's a lot of bad shit going on, man. There's a lot of bad shit going on with. Okay, so you've got the three main uh the three main pillars. You've got the Vatican. For keep religion. talking, bro. I'm just gonna open the window. Keep talking. Yeah. Oh, cool. No worries. So you've got you've got the Vatican in Italy for the religious part. You've got the financial district in the city of London for the finance part. And you've got the military in Washington, D.C., right? All three countries are separate countries within their own country, right? Yeah. yeah. They're, all, they're all separate, right? And and there's a reason why why they're separate, mate. And 
the same people that have been uh, going to war for the past like 60, 70 years, same people that own central banks in every single country, the same people that are prime ministers, the same people that are presidents, the same people that are royals, they're, they're in this one fucking group, mate. They're in this one group, this power system that we we have at the moment has been going on for about 6,000 years. That's what What's going on with this military coup? It's, like, it's the end of that power system. That's what's going on. There's, yeah, I mean, there's huge things going on. I mean, I don't, I don't know enough. I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about, um, like, these, these uh, hidden agendas, these families, Illuminati, all stuff like this. And yeah. people think because I like a conspiracy, people think I'm up to it, up on it. It's not, that's not, they're not, that's not the, the stance that I have. I'm not saying that there's a family that are ruling everything. I'm not saying that there's 12 people or a majestic number or that's not my, and I'm not saying you're wrong for saying it. My, like, I, I just, that's not my stance at all. I just simply don't know. My stance is question everything and what alarms me is people on social media and this is the best gauge for us it's a terrible thing social media but at the same time it's the best gauge for us of where society's at and what bothers me is it two sides of an argument both who neither have facts are quick to, a the the people who are we're calling the conspiracy theorists for want of better phrase because I hate those phrases but the conspiracy theorists the people who believe in 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 that stuff um they are they are for all intents purposes they're not even trying to be right it seems to me like what they're trying to do is they're trying to say like listen this is going to help everyone out this is what's actually going on like this is the way to stop this and it seems to come from a lot of the time. It comes from a, a place of care and it comes from a place of they want to change, want the world to be a better place. So I get that. And then what what I see a lot of the time is from people who who aren't on the conspiracy side, they're the opposite side, they're complete there are very many there are very few people down the middle, which like I would like to say I'm probably a bit more to the middle, probably lean towards the other side more than you, but probably a bit more down the middle. But um the the people who who are like staunch to the right, they're so quick to tell anybody who has anything to do with conspiracy, you're wrong, you're wrong, that's crap, that's rubbish, oh, you're David Icke, you're mental, you're insane, you're absolutely crazy, you're an idiot, you're this, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You do realise the only difference between what they believe and what you believe is different sources. It's where you got your sources, your information, that's the only difference. You can either believe the mainstream media, the reports that are put out, the scientific evidence is put out, or you can believe your counter-scientific evidence, your media, your data. And I think people get lost in the fact that anybody who's got a conspiracy theory, even if you do think they're a bit cuckoo, which is entirely up to you if that's what you want to think, anyone who's, um, anyone who, who does, who, who is that side, you have to understand that these people aren't, they're not trying to prove you wrong or make you bad. It comes from a, a, a sense of worry and a sense of care. That is, that's exactly it, Wes. That's exactly it. It's you're shining the light onto the dark. I'm a very spiritual person as well, man. But there's people who are spiritual and they don't want to look into this type of shit because it's dark. 
And they're like, no, it's like, it's dark, this stuff, I don't want to look at it. And it's like, you have to fucking shine the light on the dark, especially when there's fucking children involved and stuff like that. You can't just look away and go, oh, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's kind of fucked up, that stuff. Like, I don't even want to think about it. It's like, that's not a fucking option, man. It's kids. Like, that's the fucking future. This, this, this shit involves kids, mate. Like, it's fucking mad. There's a lot of, there's a lot of mad shit going on, and it's like... These people that go, oh yeah, fucking conspiracies and, and it's all bullshit and that. Like I said before, these people are going to have a hard time swallowing that red pill, mate. They're going to have a fucking hard time when this mate, information I mean, comes this is This is the thing. May, maybe, but at the same time, I can't take that stance because I can't, like, I can't, I can't assume you're right the same I can't assume they're right. Just yeah. because that's how my mind, that's how my mind works. So it's, uh, there are things that make me ask questions the yeah. same as they make you ask questions, but I don't necessarily reach a conclusion. I'm just left asking questions. But someone like yourself and other people, maybe because you're more well-read on the subject, maybe because you've done more research, or maybe because that's the sort of person you are, you can reach a conclusion as where I can. I'm still left with the, with the questions. And I don't think, well, hang on a minute. Bill Gates has done this, done this. It's obvious he's working for the other side. That's not the way my mind works. My mind still goes, why is he doing that? And someone says, he's obviously doing this. I'm like, I get that, but I'd want some motive. What's the motive? What did he get out of this? Oh, it's control. I get that, but he's got loads of money. He's got all this anyway. So that's where my mind goes, further questions. And that's that's where I end up to asking more questions. Of course. I know, and, and it makes sense, man, because you want, you want the answers. But you got to, like, when, when people get into this conspiracy stuff, especially what's going on as well, you have to understand who's ruling the world. Like, people think, oh, yeah, like, it's the, it's the Illuminati. The Illuminati is just Freemasonry. It's someone that holds the statue of 33rd degree, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Like, I, I, one of my good friends, he was the youngest Mason to get introduced uh, to be head Mason, and he was 15 years old at the time. And yeah. I know that fucking really, really clever. I, I think you've met him a few times before. And um, with, yeah, with that, you have, like, the Illuminati, so say the fucking cabal, the people that are sort of running the world. But then you have, you have people above that, and that's the people that don't, that's the people that people don't really look into, the real 1%, the, the, the Jesuits, the Society of Christ, the, the black noble families, the black noble families, which are noble Italian families, a lot of links with the fucking Vatican, man, a lot of links. So... There was 12 noble families in Italy, and I think the the, formal, the foremost powerful ones, you had the Orsini family, the Colonna family, the Frenese family, and the Genovese family. And for a long time in uh, Genova, there was a big war between the uh, Orsini family and the Colonna family, and this went on for hundreds of years. There was hundreds of deaths. That's the whole point of uh, Shakespeare, Ro Romeo and Juliet. That was based on on those two families, but then a pope got in the way at one point and said, "Look, guys, intermarry and you can spread out, right?" So the Colonna family is probably the, one of the most powerful families in the world in the sense of Christopher Columbus was from the Colonna family. He went to America to discover. Uh, the land for the for Rome for the Vatican. He discovered America for the Vatican, right? Cologne in Germany, that's owned by the Cologne family. The Colombo mob family, Colum the Knights of Colombia, 
Columbia the country, Columbus, Ohio. These families own states, they own countries. The Pentagon, for example, that was a design of the Bernese family's uh, backyard. They had a Pentagon. That's where the Pentagon came from. These guys own the Pentagon. That's the military part. They've got themselves, not only have they got themselves deep into like the society to do with money and that, because the Rothschilds families and the like Rockefeller families, they're just from the same lineage. Their names got changed throughout history. They married one person on this side who was a noble, who married another noble, and that's and that's what it is. They're fr if you trace their bloodlines back, it would go to it would go to these families, right? So when you say someone owns the military section, like I said, the the Colonna family own the military part of Washington D.C. So when I said earlier, there's a military coup going on. This is what's this is what's happening. The good part of the military are trying to take away the fucking bad part, all the corruption, everything is to, to do with that. The FBI, the CIA, fucking MI5, MI6 in England, Scotland Yard. Who do you think runs that? Who, if I if I told you who was the like chair, chair like the uh, chief of command with all those, who would you think it was? Uh, all American ones. No, no, American, English. I have no idea, brother. I wouldn't even know where to go. Okay, that's the black pope, the black pope, Al uh, Alfonso Sosa. You have three popes. You have the white pope, you have the gray pope, and you have the black pope. The white pope is just a puppet. That's the fucking maybe that you see kissing kids, all of that. That's the white pope. The, the black pope, Alfonso Sosa, he's in charge of all of that. He's in charge of the maritime law. Do you know what the maritime law is? The law of the sea, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Land and the law of the sea, yeah. right? The Vatican own the maritime law. They own everything to do with shipping, delivery. That's what they own. Link it back. Who owns the financial district in the city of London? <laughs> the Rothschild family. There's two crowns in England, okay? There's not one crown in England. Everyone thinks the Queen wears one crown. That's, that's the only crown in England. There's two crowns in England. The one crown that she wears is for the publicity for people to take their eyes off the other crown. The other crown in England, which is in the financial district, the city of London separate, is owned by the 12 banks which make up the banks of England, the Bank of England, owned by the Rothschild family. Boom, you go to Italy, like I said before, with the religious sector, the Vatican, to do with that. You know, the whole... The Vatican owns a lot of shit, man. Like, a lot of stuff, and you wouldn't even expect it. They own 60% of Israel, and they just took the land from the Palestinians. That's how it is. The Vatican owns 60% of Israel. Why does a church own 60% of a country? That's when you have to start going into these things and looking at the history, and it's just, it's pretty fucking mad, mate. It's yeah. pretty mad. I mean, I, like, I obviously have to take your, uh, take your word for a lot of it, just because it's not it is not it's not my area do you know i mean i'm like you know I, i'll rumble over a jfk conspiracy and i'll rumble over a bit of 9 11 and i see this with the viruses and i'll post stuff on facebook and i'll be like well hang on what the hell is this but this like, i mean I, this ain't my and but i'm not listen i'm not one of those people who's going to call you crazy you're crazy you're alex jones you're david you're nuts for this like that's not that's not my thing. That's not. I've never been that guy. I'm like, well, hang on. Like, listen. If enough people are believing it, there has to be a little something. And we have to admit, we have to admit one thing. There seems to be a problem within the Catholic Church and fucking kids. That is a massive problem. Nobody can deny that. Also, then we've got things like 
Theresa May openly protecting people who are fucking kids. People like the Jimmy Savile thing where the BBC protected him. And I'm like, I'm like, there's systemic child abuse within within big corporations, within these big organisations. There's systemic child abuse, which obviously there's something going wrong. Now, I'm not, I can't consign to the, to the beliefs that you have. Because hey, I've not done enough research. That's not that's not me saying, ah, Sammy, that sounds nuts. I could never get on board with that. That's me saying I don't know. I've not done enough research on it. But I'll agree. There's some serious problems within the the church and within big core big organisations in the UK and worldwide for child abuse. I mean, this Pizzagate thing that got thrown out at the end, or like whatever that. Could, but even that just makes you raise eyebrows, and and people sort of go now. Well, yeah, yeah, what do you expect? What do I expect? I expect presidents and stuff not to be fucking kids. What do you mean? What do I expect? Like, what? And I'm not saying they were. What I'm saying is, like, there's a lot of this shit happening. There's a lot of this shit happening that's proven and is being swept under the carpets. People like prime ministers, etc. and stuff are meant to be the people we trust to stop that, surely? Right, like, Exactly. What what I was saying before about, I was just talking about the families and the ones that, that are running shit. And I said about, yeah, there's three popes. There's the white one, the black one, who's the chief in command. And we've got the great pope called Pepe Orsini from the Orsini family. And he's the one, he's Trump's, he's, he's, the, he's the top, he's the fucking yeah. top. And so look into Pepe Orsini and you'll, you'll start to know more about these noble families. And they, they're the ones that own things, you know, like I said. But yeah, with 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 this shit to do with kids and that, like, dude, they're they're doing they're doing fucked up shit, man, with, with these children. I I'm a huge fan of Donald Trump, mate, and I've taken like I've managed to convert a few people in the past few weeks just by speaking to them and letting them know what's going on and just giving them some some of my information that, that I've had and they've they're well on board. Uh, mate, Donald Trump is, is is a fucking hero at this moment in time because not not only is he doing the most covert military intelligence operation of all time by go, by going in and infiltrating this fucking old corrupt old power this power system that's going on this fucking taking place right he's saving all the children he's saving all the fucking people that have been sold for human trafficking organ trafficking that's what's going on this is what's going on he's fucking going there and he's saving these fucking kids which if some of them have never seen the light of day, you know, and they're just fucking sex slaves. They're getting fucking trafficked. They're doing shit and satanic rituals. These people are dark. They're into the dark arts. And, you know, for example, let's let's talk about England, right? Talk about England. You Fucking Jimmy Savile. Jim will fix it. That guy. He was best friends with Prince Charles. He was best friends with Prince fucking Charles, man, a member of the royal family. And Jimmy Savile was essentially, he was the pimp. He was the one getting these kids because he had his fucking money and the foundations and the hospitals for disabled kids and that. These kids that couldn't fucking literally defend themselves. And he, they would get the fucking kids, give them to the royals, give them to the, the prime minister at the time, whatever, all these politicians. They do their fucking nasty shit, whatever they do with them. Sometimes they would even kill them. Bodies buried in Jersey, right? The Queen's Island, Guernsey. It's, to it's got totally different laws to the laws of the UK. It's totally different. Totally different. I don't like it. I mean, it's just 
it's it's hard when you get when you see things like this Epstein stuff with like Prince Andrew and the rules are so linked. Like it do, for someone like me, it does make me ask questions. But I, I again, it's not my questions. Never go like as deep as yours, and I don't do any research in it. And part of me is a bit like. I just don't trust anyone. So part of me is just a bit like, well, yeah, I like, I expect, I don't expect our family, the head of a nation, to to naturally be a good family. I don't expect a family who run a country or um, a group of families who have constantly been in power within a nation. I don't expect those people to not be corrupt. That's just the way. That's just the way that it is. That's the way that it works in big business. That's probably going to be the way that it works in in um on a bigger scale globally um it's and people say like oh but why why would they be doing it what i don't know like i I don't have the answers i don't know and i don't i can't even imagine because listen we can't argue with certain things we can't argue that systemic child abuse is prominent in the church we can't argue with that why is the church still around? Why are people still investing in the church? Why are people still putting their faith in the church when there's systemic child abuse throughout the whole church globally? I find that crazy. I find that mad. But they're the sort of questions I, like I come up with. Because if I have the questions that you have, like a, a blow, a I can't. I ain't got the fucking time to go deep like you are. Also, if I have those questions, I won't sleep. I mean, there's no, like, I, I can't sleep. Dude, like I said, it's about shining the fucking light on the dark. Like, I, you know, this is, this is, this isn't my stuff. This isn't, this isn't my stuff. You know, they're doing shit to children. They've been doing shit for, to children for a long time. Fucking, they, you know, they do, they do certain rituals. You know, it's a cult. What does the word occult mean? It means hidden. It's like hidden rituals that they do, like fucking sacrifices. It's they, they're into worshiping. But why? This is the thing. Life. So let's say, let's say you're right, okay? Let's just for for the sake of uh, a good podcast discussion and the sake of of understanding. Let's say you're right. Why? Why? What's the end goal? Is it just a game where they continue to play for the rest of the time? What uh, is? Why? Do you know what I mean? What's the answers for it? These, these, pe- these people are fucking, like, possessed almost, you know what I mean? They're fucking demonic. The stuff that they do, they, to get into the positions of what they, the power that they've been in, they've had to do some fucking dark shit, you know? These people don't have a soul. These people aren't of light. These people are of dark, mate. These people are of dark. They, they chose the fucking path of darkness, mate. And whatever comes with that, they're not, they're not who you think they, they are, man. And not who you think they are and especially like yeah to go go back to fucking jimmy savile and that i don't know if you've ever watched the documentary called jimmy savile in the ninth circle i don't know if i have no it's it's on youtube it's called jimmy savile in the ninth circle it's half an hour long it basically goes into how uh in english politics how it's rampant with pedophilia this has been going on for fucking ages it goes to do with the royals prince charles talks about the queen it talks about the queen and her husband back in the 40s they would visit uh canada they would visit this place in canada which uh had indigenous native people that was an orphanage and they would take these kids they'd go there once a year or something they would take these kids out for lunch to the woods and that and just two or three of them wouldn't come back they wouldn't come back 
And later on, I think back in 2013, the Queen got prosecuted for this, for the disappearance of those kids with, uh, I think it was something stupid, like a stupidly high number and, uh, and the disappearance of 50,000 other kids. It's, it's, she, got, she got prosecuted by a, a tribunal in Brussels. That's the stuff people, you're not going to read on the news. Like this has been going on for ages. This has been going on for ages with the monarchy, with these, with these royals, with these people in power. Like Trump, for example, people, when he was going against Hillary, people were fucking cheering for Hillary to win. Like they were cheering for her to win. They wanted her to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't want Trump to win. It's like, fuck man. Like. It's insane, man. So that comes, so that that there comes the the next question, right? So, if they are that powerful and they can control all this shit, why couldn't they control the election and make sure that Hillary got in? She was, he, she was never meant to lose. She was never meant to lose. So how did it come? But so what did they did they just assume and it, it like that he was gonna he was gonna obviously be a mockery or as as soon as Trump got in, right? They didn't think he was going to get in. They didn't think he was going to get in. But Trump, for example, like he worked, he was working with the good part of the military-industrial complex, right? He got in. Donald Trump got in. They never thought in a million years that he was going to get in. They but never. Can, right, okay, but if you're that big, if you have that much control, why can't you stop these people getting in? Like that's why couldn't they have ensured that Hillary got in? I think they tried, mate. I think they tried. They tried. Like these are these are where the, where there's where the little gaps appear for me, you see, and not, and it's not like that's not to say you're nuts. I don't believe you. What I'm saying is now I got a question to the contrary. Then I'm gonna have another question, and before you know it, I'm five days in. I haven't yeah. slept. I'm wearing yeah. the same pants. Yeah. I've now got to peel off myself like, because that's the way my mind works. But um, and there people are going to listen to this. They'll turn you off. I know that. Like you know that. And people are going to be like, "Oh, he's an idiot." He's a... Listen. One thing I know: Sammy, Sammy ain't mad. He's very much not mad. He's not an idiot. He is very astute. He's a a nice guy. He's a genuine guy. He's a caring guy. So even let's say in five years' time, all this comes out that Sammy was completely wrong, and there's evidence to prove it. Sammy won't be a bad guy. Sammy will be a lovely guy who was looking out for the, or what he thought was the best interest of everyone. If it came out that Sammy was right about all this shit, the people who are listening to say, oh, you're a fucking idiot, you're a twat, you're a fucking idiot, you have no finding for, for assuming that other than what you believe. Like, there's no, this is what I keep saying to people. I choose not to believe what you've said because I haven't done enough research. So I don't believe, I don't believe what you've said. I know for a fact there's a problem with child abuse in the in the Catholic Church. Everybody knows that. That's documented. We know that. I know that it's been hidden. It's been masked. People are still working within politics or are proven to be involved in it. So we know all those things. We know that they're fact. So I believe them. Um, I don't believe a lot of the stuff you've said. And that's not to also say that I disbelieve it. I don't believe it because I don't believe something that someone's told me. I have to go away, I have to research it, and I have to look for evidence. But just because there's not evidence to support it does not mean that it's not true either. Because, just because, like, listen, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot to prove gravity exists. But they can do tests and they can prove this is gravity. That's a, okay, well, show me what gravity is. Well, we can't show you what gravity is because it's not an actual thing. 
Right. So it's very difficult to prove gravity exists if you want me to give you something. So evidence can be very subjective. So for me, I'll listen to you. I'm not saying I'll, I'll believe any of it or I won't disbelieve any of it. I'll give everyone the chance and I'll listen to them. And I think that's what people miss. They're so right wing or so the other way that they, they miss the fact of, hang on, I should listen to the story because listen, OJ Simpson got off with a murder case. So you have to sit in that, you have to sit in there and you have to listen to two sides of evidence and people convicted, people um, acquitted him of murder based on evidence. So for me, I'm like, listen, after this point, everyone deserves both sides of evidence to be listened to. Mate, exactly, dude. And it's like that whole, that what you were talking about earlier, Pizzagate, you know? With what what was going on, what was going on there, and you know, like Trump was never meant to win, and now that he won, he's been going after all these people since he got into office. As soon as he got into office, he just was signing bills like a motherfucker, just signing bills, just signing bills, just waiting for this time now. And within the one year of his presidency, the first year, he he signed as many laws to do with child. Uh, trafficking and sex trafficking, human trafficking, than any of all the presidents combined. Yeah. That's the first thing he did. He was just signing bills like a motherfucker. So now there's bills in place where if someone gets done for corruption or human trafficking, they get all their assets seized. Everything gets seized. So he knew what the plan... This plan has been going on for years in the making. This isn't just something new. This has been going on for like... People tried do they tried doing it before with JFK and they fucking they got rid of him, you know, he wanted to introduce his own money, his own own money in rather than not rather than get it from the Federal Reserve and that. And they got rid of him unfortunately and this has been a plan in the making since and they just needed that person who's not a fucking politician. He's not a politician, he's a businessman. He's been around these people for because he had money for a long time. He knows how they operate, he knows who's shady. And he's going after Hillary. He's going after Hillary. He's got the... the I mean, like, the, the, anyone who's done any research into Hillary and the Clintons has yeah. got... If that doesn't make your ears perk up, you don't have to go balls deep like you are. Like, I'm I'm not, by any stretch of imagination, but if you, can, if you can look at the Clintons and you can't look at that Clinton Foundation and think, hang on a minute, people randomly dying, people killing themselves, like, what the fuck? Like... There's something you anybody should be able to look at that situation and would come out of it and be like something's not right here. Mate, they're fucked. The Clintons, obviously, when Bill was governor of Arkansas, letting all the drugs, all the cocaine in. Do you know what I mean? Just letting it all. And that's proven, documented, and proven. They were like, yeah, yeah. People forget this. People forget this. Like it's so documented that Tom Cruise starred in a film about it. Like it's. That's how documented it is that, that presidents are corrupt enough that they let the drugs in yeah. because because it funds them. Like this, people forget these things. So, and that, listen, I'm not saying, well, that's it. That's enough evidence that I'm now believing Sammy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, listen, that's enough to make my ears perk up. And that's all people need to do. People need to stop assuming they have the answers to these shit, to this shit. And stop without doing any research, instantly dismissing Alex Jones, instantly dismissing David Icke yourself. I mean, David Icke's fucked because he called people lizards. So that was yeah, your god. Like, 
Podcast, mate. Yeah, that like when she, like he was fun. I mean, even if that is true, you had to break it so a little bit different. Yeah. So David Ike is a bit out for me, but you can't you can't dismiss these people if you're not going to listen to them. And if you're someone who stood on the outside saying he's a fucking idiot, I'm not listening to that. You're the problem. You're the problem because the reason you become the solution is you listen to him and you find ways to prove that he's wrong. And then I believe you. At the moment, I might be the guy teetering in the edge. Like, you you can't just say, he's a fucking idiot, I'm not listening to him. Listen, I know him, he's not a fucking idiot. He's a nice guy. I know all these things about him. He's not all those things. So now you've you've alienated me from you because of the way you approach it. Just constantly say, okay, listen, I'll prove to you all the reasons he's right. Boom. Then... I'm like, okay, yeah, well, that guy, well, Sammy, I'm with this guy again, you know, and that's how, that's how I go. I bounce between because I'm going to listen to whoever presents. And like I said, dude, you can come on here anytime and you can put your point across because anyone, like, I'll listen to anyone, you know? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Alex Jones is not on the good team. I'll tell you that right now. Alex Jones is part, it works for the bad team. Yeah. He always has, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not part of the. He's part. Not part of the good guys. They have people like that. They have people like Alex Jar, Alex Jones, and Tom DeLonge pushing all the UFO stuff, and that's yeah. part of it, you know. Distract them. They, they, yeah, they the information that they know. Like no one, no one could be able to know that. That wouldn't be able to be out on on uh, mainstream. They they tell them what's going on basically. But if someone was to know that, they would fucking get suicided. Look how many people have got suicided or. Fucking going back to the Clintons and that. They got body counts, mate. She has a body count. So the the end goal is this. The end goal is what I believe is they're they're saving the children at the moment. The children will get saved, okay? After that, they're gonna go after all of these people. There will be mass arrests, there will be people that will die, commit suicide, get sick, whatever. And then there's gonna be a fucking live broadcast of these people getting done for treason, capital punishment in Guantanamo Bay. And that's what's going to happen. And once when, we get... When do you envisage this, this? When when do you envisage this is happening, brother? This is happening right now. This is this has been going on for the past, like, six, seven days. They've been... So how long have we got... How long... Of think On your thinking, how long have we got as we still are now? As we still know things now, how long have we got before we really start to, to publicly see change? I reckon in the in the next two weeks, three weeks. This week's going to be, yeah, this I real soon. I think this week's going to be really important because it's uh, Good Friday and Easter weekend, and just it's, it's biblical. We're living in biblical times at the moment, and obviously Easter weekend is when you know Jesus resurrected, and I think we're gonna that some information is going to come out this weekend where it's gonna shake up a lot of people and i and i think the next two three weeks are going to be super super important but this weekend something's i really truly believe something i really truly believe something's going to happen and once we get these people out of the fucking system like once this happens and these people are away and we can it's going to take a little bit of, of time to readjust but after after that time we can all we can all come together and we can create that fucking utopia that we've always dreamed of and it's going to be with the release of free energy the release of free energy is what's going to fucking help this and get guide us along the next stage of our evolution that's what trump's trying to do he's trying to release free energy as well that's what people don't understand i mean like like so i can't be as supportive of trump as you are i don't i don't dislike him 
I can't like him either. I think like he's done some shit and he said some shit that makes me a bit like oh. What you said? What you said that that made you grab him by the pussy? No, like the, all sorts of random stuff like that. Just the way that he phrases himself on TV yeah. and the way that he acts and the stuff, some things that he says. And I think like, dude, like if you are the guy, if you are the messiah, if you are the same. Come on, you've got to be able to communicate better than this, for fuck's sake. Just, he said some stuff, and I'm like, ah, you know, and just, you know, he's just said some, like, the way that he's handled some stuff around black people, sexism, blah, like, I don't, I don't think he's racist in the slightest, he's got, not, at no point do I think Donald Trump's racist, but he says stuff that alienates people, and I think you're the person who doesn't need to be doing that right now, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I don't know enough about American economics and stuff as well to know how the country's going. But uh, I just think, of if it is true, he was probably the best person to be in this position because he doesn't give a fuck. But at the same time, if it if it if it is true, they could have picked someone who could articulate a bit better. You know, he's like <laughs> the thing is, he is a bit of an oaf from that. But at the same time, he's just you know he's he's tro- he trolls a lot of people. He trolls a lot of fucking people. So stay on Twitter. That would have been good. That would have been the star. Stay on Twitter. Oh, a lot of people, man. So like the stuff that you see with him on the news and that, the way that they portray him to be like, oh yeah, what what was this racist that wanted to build the wall and that in Mexico? The reason why he wanted to build that wall in Mexico was to stop the fucking sex trafficking, to stop the drugs, to stop. That's where they all come from, south of the border. That's why he wanted to build the wall. Listen, even when he proposed the wall, when he proposed the wall, what he said made sense to me in that he sort of, in from what I, from what I heard, I didn't hear anything racist. I sort of heard him say, listen, Mexico, sort your shit out or we build a wall. It's that simple. Like, are you going to sort your shit out? You're not going to, so I'm going to sort your shit out, which... But part, but I'm always against building walls anywhere. I'm like, everyone needs freedom. But if it is what you're saying, then I can't, like, listen, I can only argue from, from the 21st century idea of this is the world I've grown up in. And he comes across as mad. But when people come across as mad, to me, I don't dismiss them immediately. It makes me want to listen a little bit. I want to, you know, so... It's interesting. It's interesting times. For sure, man. And it's like the same, it goes back to the same point of the news that you watch on the TV, you know, it's going to be mis- misguided almost. And they made him, they make him out to be like this guy that, you know, is a bit of a racist, a bit like a fucking oaf, like a businessman. But yeah, they don't talk about all the sex trafficking laws he's putting in. They don't talk about him trying to help people, you know, black people, lowest unemployment rate in, in fucking history, you know, that type of shit. They don't want to put it up, but, you know, like I said, mate, some things are going to happen real soon, and people's eyes are going to have to open, and they're going to I mean, have that. So, part of me, part, so, part, I mean, I don't give a fuck what happens, like, I'm, I'm one of those people I'm very much yeah. like, listen, yeah. if I can go back paragliding and stuff, but at the same time, like, part of me, hopes it does so that people like you stop getting discredited you know um part of it does because if it does 
it, it would it would imply that everything you said, if it does happen, then it's going to be for the better, which I want to live in a better world anyway. So all of those reasons that I, I want them to, for other reasons, I would say, like, well, I don't, like, you know, who wants to fucking live in a world that is actually confirmed as being like that? So, you know, my... I'm, it's not that I'm. It's not that I'm on the fence. I, you know, you knew my stance before any of this. Before we had this conversation, I'm not going to agree with most of the stuff you say, and it's because there's no not enough evidence for me. But is there not enough evidence because I haven't done the research? I don't know. But I'm always going to listen to you because I a I appreciate you as a person. Do you know I mean, so I'm always going to listen to you because I think any anything that you come at me or any of these people with is. From a place of love, do you know what I mean? And I know that about you. So I was always going to listen to you. But um, yeah, I, I, I hope some shit comes out and I hope some stuff does. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And, you know, I fucking like, part of me, part of me always wants to say, I hope you're right. But, and then part of me wants to say, I fucking hope you're not. Just because it's such a dramatic change. You know, it's just like, I'm not. I'm not one of those sheep people. I'm not one of those people who thinks that 5G and coronavirus are linked and it's the same thing. I don't know. Perhaps it is to do with 5G. Perhaps it's not. But I, like, there has to be more evidence for me. And at the same time, what you've said, the things that you say, there's obviously enough evidence and enough support and stuff for you to build up the, the, the full process and build up the opinion that you have. So I just haven't looked at that evidence. So who am I to tell you you're wrong? I can't tell you you're wrong. I can just say it's just not what I believe at this point. Of course, mate, and I, and I appreciate that as well. And you have an open mind. That's all. That is all what is needed. An open mind is what is needed. Nothing else. If you have a closed mind, then you're not gonna. Like I said, that that pill is gonna be a little bit fucking hard for you to swallow. But people with an open mind, they're gonna listen and go, yeah, you know what? Like, why is a fucking non-medical doctor trying to push vaccinations and that that's a bit weird like and it gets them thinking and they might not believe everything that that they they read and stuff but slowly over time you know the seeds have been planted and throw a bit of water on and the plant's going to grow and it's gonna... i mean how much how much crazier is what you're saying really than if i tell you that this world was built by people taking ships over to other countries with horses on them, running around the country, killing everyone, and drawing imaginary lines on them. Like, that, how is what you're saying more crazy than what I've just said? And we know what I said happened because it's history. That's how the world became. So, And those, fa those families that I was talking about, they're the ones that were doing that type of shit, you know? It's, it's fucking mad. It's, it's madness. But here's the thing is... It's, it's very strange times. People are a bit like fuck. They don't know what's going on, and it's it's far it's far enough. But during this time, you know, it's almost like a reset in the sense of what we were speaking about in the beginning, where you can focus on things that you really need to focus on, and like educate yourself and read more or do do what you want to do, which you you don't necessarily have the time for it all the time. And now you get to now you get to do it because. That's of this. Exactly, yeah. I think if anyone listens to this, if they get part way through or all the way through, if anyone listens to this and says, fuck this shit, what a load of bollocks, that was a waste of an hour and a half of my life, if you do that, yeah. go and spend the time to research some of the stuff that Sam has said. I'm not saying I'm going to do that. I'm saying, like, if you're the sort of person who said, fuck what this guy said, he's an idiot, yeah. then you owe him 
the time to go and spend an hour or two just researching and see if any of it can resonate with you. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to resonate with you, but do it. Why not? Like, it's not like, you know, like I said, Sam is one of my good friends. And I've sat her openly and said, listen, I don't believe what you've said. I don't, I'm not of the same mind that you don't think the same as I think. But at the same time, I'm also not dismissing what you've said because I simply don't know and I don't have enough evidence either way. So I've got to be one of those people who say, I'll listen to what you've got to say to me. I'll, li I'll listen to a video clip if you send it over to me. I'll watch a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Will I go away now and spend two hours doing it rather than writing my book? No, of course not. But if you send me a little link with something and I looked at it, I'll sit and I'll watch it. Yeah, out of courtesy and something might resonate. And I think that's all that people can do is just be open minded enough to say, I'll, I'll listen to stuff when it comes out. That's exactly yeah. it. Have an open mind with it and never know. Might, you might hear something which, you know. Is a bit intriguing and exactly, mate. Exactly, for six hours. <laughs> and, mate, listen, it's one of those things as well. Like, if, so, if things start happening this week, we can catch up again next week and we can review where this is at. And you can say, Wes, did you notice this happened? Just stay in touch with me, you know. Like, I've enjoyed talking to you, like I always do. I mean, I've enjoyed talking to you about calisthenics, and this is another thing. Go, no matter what you've heard from Sammy with his political stance with the virus and it's go and follow him on instagram it, uh facebook etc follow him on social media because his calisthenic stuff is definitely worth following 100 percent. the guy is not a whack job he is not an alex jones he is not crazy he's a lovely guy um who genuinely should get your follow because he knows his shit when it comes to calisthenics and stuff and he might know his shit on this i have no idea so follow him link him on on i'll tag it all in the instagram and stuff anyway but honestly the people who have listened like i'm grateful that you came on and spoke to me man i've really enjoyed the podcast and these are just a chat they don't have to be about any certain subject and the fact we sat down and talked about this for an hour and 36 minutes you've maintained composure in your call I've got different opinions. I've maintained my composure and cool. Yeah. That's the way we should be interacting, you know? Of course, mate. It's like, that's what communication is, right? It's you You speak to me and I go, how is he feeling Ra rather than what am I going to say next or how does this affect me? I'm thinking about you, you know? And that's what a, that's what a real conversation is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, listen. Thanks for joining me. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna hit this off. Thanks for joining me on here, brother. Honestly, I'm gonna link every all of your options into so people can follow you and stuff. But it was a pleasure, and I loved it. What? What? Awesome. One last thing. Uh, if you're, I'm gonna give a little shout out to my friend's nutrition company. If that's all right. Oh, mate, you sh as many shouts as you want, mate. That's what these things are for. So you go ahead, brother. So eight nutrition. Uh, on Instagram, APE, uh, APENutrition.co.uk uh keto bars mct oils cbd drops if you use the uh, code sammy10 at the checkout capitals you get 10 percent off uh primalalchemy.co.uk uh primal alchemy on instagram have a look at him that that guy's really fucking clever man and he knows a lot about what's going on too and he's got some really good brands as well um and yeah and thank you wes for having me and oh. Brother, you're more than welcome. I'll try and get some links to your sponsors and stuff up as well, but I'll make sure links to all your stuff's in anyway, mate. So when you share this, share it with all the eight nutrition stuff as well, dude.
I will, man. Nice Thank one, dude. Thank you, brother.